Hello, everybody. Allison Pillow here with PureEnergyPDX.com. Welcome to the show. Today is a podcast ep. <laughs> Today's a podcast episode. Obviously, today is a solo episode with me. I'm going to be talking to you guys about New Year's resolutions. I'm. I really hate New Year's resolutions. I hate the whole thing every year. Um, especially in my industry, uh, I see it year after year after year, tons of people coming in for literally a month and then they just fall off. They just fall off the wagon. And I, every year I'm just like, why don't people just do it all year long, you know, and understand the value of spreading it out throughout the year instead of just going hardcore for a month and then burning yourself out. So I've thought about this and I really wanted to present this um, in a way to everybody that uh, reflects what I've learned through coaching other people in my industry. And I wanted to share that with you today because I want all of you to be successful this year and, um, you know, realize maybe their goals that you've had for a long time in fitness, uh, either it's uh, a body shape that you're desiring or something you're really wanting to do physically, something athletically. Those are all really great goals. Um, but what I found is there has to be some steps. There has to be some guidance there, especially if you don't have any skill building, if you haven't had any skill building in that area. It's just like anything else. It's just like starting a business. Like you wouldn't just go in um, and try to start this multi-million dollar business right off the bat without any guidance, without any coaching. Um, and But we tend to feel that way because it's about our bodies. It's something that we're living in. We, we expect that we should be the experts of our own body, which in reality, <clears throat> there's no reason why you can't be that. But sometimes we just haven't been focusing on that. We haven't been learning about that. So... Um, so therefore we don't really, we're not really experts in our own body and that's okay. You know, um, opening yourself to learning and getting curious about it is a really good place to be. And that's where we start. So with that being said, you know, um, there's some options, uh, for many of you. If I, I highly recommend investing in a really good personal trainer, um, I'm going to start right off the bat by just talking about that because I really, I obviously see the value in it because I'm a personal trainer myself, but I also have a personal trainer as well. I personally have a coach who guides me through fitness, uh, through my fitness journey, because sometimes I don't feel like I can always do it on my own. And sometimes I need someone to push me a little further than I would normally do on my own, you know? Um, and guide me through a process. And so sometimes I just want to also, because I'm in the role of um, guiding others all day long, every day, and I'm in that masculine role, holding space, guiding people, helping them find purpose and, and directing them. Sometimes I just want to be guided. So I, I hire a coach to help me with that process. And also because I want to open myself up to learning different things. I mean, I've been doing this for years and I still don't know everything. And so um, that also brings some an element of play and joy. It's really exciting. So I am an advocate for it because I, I, I hire my own coach and I also am a coach. So obviously I highly recommend that. So let's talk about 
how do you find a coach? How do you find a good coach? Well, first of all, I would recommend getting references. You know, maybe probably the best people I can think of that would be um, good people to talk to about people they know would be a chiropractor, a a chiropractor that you really trust, or an acupuncturist, um, a physical therapist, all those people usually, a massage therapist too, those people usually have access to uh, really good personal trainers or people that they know who, who they can trust. They've usually built relationships with these people. So most of the time, um, and especially I, I know this from personal experience because I work with chiropractors and acupuncturists um, as well as lots of physical therapists who really rely on personal trainers, the, the relationship with personal trainers, because they need someone to to implement the next steps um, so that it actually, you know, helps with, like, for example, with a chiropractor, it, it helps the work that they do. It helps it <clears throat> set in better uh, when they ha- when a person has the strength or has developed the strength um, to hold that adjustment that the chiropractor did or with the acupuncturist, you know, someone, you know, there's, there's, everybody needs each other. There's a symbiotic relationship there. So my point is that these people are going to know personal trainers because they actually depend on them to help them follow through with what they're working with on their clients too. So um, that, those are really some of the best practitioners to go to. I wouldn't necessarily recommend going to a doctor to ask for a good personal trainer because they don't have a, the same relationship, but more so like a doctor of chiropractic or um, acupuncture physical therapy, or um, a massage therapist, because those people are usually closer to gym environments and that kind of thing. So definitely uh, find one of those people to refer you to somebody good. First of all, that would be number one, uh, especially if you don't know where to start. Don't just pick anybody because, um, you know, just don't pick the person that's closest to you. Make sure that they have references. Make sure they have experience. Make sure you know what they've done, who they've worked with, what what uh, kind of athletes they, they work with. Um, you know, are they going to be able to help you with what you need help with? That's a good, really good question, right? And then secondly, um, this is something that isn't talked about much because it's something that's I, I've actually noticed throughout the years as websites have gotten more simple. Um, people, especially new people coming into the industry, um, the fitness and nutrition industry, aren't really putting a, a lot of their background there, certifications. That's not becoming as important. People aren't asking about that as much. I still think that's pretty important, especially when it comes to someone that uh, like a personal trainer or a nutrition coach I think that they need to have some credentials there and the experience obviously is is super important too so and and see you know how many years of experience they've had and what kind of people they work with what kind of people they prefer to work with that's important too so um, and you know do they have experience uh, teaching and coaching what you want to learn for example if you want to learn about powerlifting, if you want to learn how to become a better, or you don't know anything about powerlifting and you just want to learn some techniques, you need to find a coach that's going to be experienced in that, that has experience coaching and teaching people that. 
So, um, because there's many, many different kinds of personal trainers out there. Some people just, you know, focus on one area, um, like functional, functional fitness is great. It's amazing. But maybe that coach or personal trainer is not focusing on powerlifting as much. That's not their forte. And they're more into the functional fitness or the cardio aspect of, of wellness, you know, uh, Another great thing to uh, think about because many people want to run this time of year is this person experienced in coaching people in running strength that they know how to to bring you up to a level where um, you're going to be able to your body's going to be able to handle the impact of running. Right. Um, And so that goes with that goes a a special uh, approach and technique for training somebody for running. So those are just some examples of things you can think about when you're interviewing a personal trainer. So that would be my first uh, my first tip for the day is go find a really good coach um, if you want to be successful and not fail at your New Year's resolutions this year. The other thing, is, the next thing I, mean, I would love to talk about, and this is something that I've really been, um, is a subject that's come up with my clients a lot most recently, we've been talking about this, is acknowledging your accomplishments or acknowledging, another way to put it, acknowledging what is working. What is working? What are you doing as you go through this process, as you start to learn new skills and you begin implementing them? What is working, right? So you write these down so that you can see it on paper and you can acknowledge it and become aware of it because and it seems really simple, but actually a lot of people don't do this. It's pretty surprising. And when I thought about it, I wasn't doing it either with, with my business. So I started implementing this into my business and then realized, you know what? People need to do this with their fitness and their nutrition too because many of the changes that we go through as our body gets healthier in fitness and nutrition uh, or through these good practices, are very, very subtle. So therefore, it's really hard to tell unless you do put some attention towards these subtle changes Um, because they could be anything from just having more energy to uh, having better sleep, you know, and even balancing your blood sugar better throughout the day leads to better sleep, which a lot of people don't know. So again, like the reason being that these, this is so important to actually Um, become aware of is that then you begin to trust yourself. So we're building trust in ourselves, our decision-making process, as well as trust in our own body. So if you're just going, going, going from program to program to program and nothing's working, it probably means two things. One, maybe you're just not finding the right program for you and you're not, it's not getting, you know, tailored to your specific needs, or maybe you're not being, you're not assessing yourself properly for what you need. That's number one. But number two, maybe you're just not, you're not creating the space and the time to take in the information, to implement it and integrate it. So, you know, that's a huge deal. And so, and the reason that I'm seeing people aren't doing that is because they're actually not taking the time to see what's working. They're not giving themselves credit. And instead, we're focusing on the things that 
are not working. We're focusing on the things that are broken, that are wrong. And, you know, while there can be some value to that kind of criticism in some ways, um, it actually isn't really good because then we start to focus on the things that aren't working. And our focus comes to that instead of the things that are working. And we're not moving now in a direction of, you know, we're not accomplishing the goals that we, that we set or we're not moving in a positive direction because, uh, or moving towards what we want because we're focusing on what we don't want. So that's the problem. That's, and, and, and you know, it can go deeper, but, um, and of course, and we can go into self-sabotage and reasons why we do that. But for today's purposes, we're just going to stick with um, focusing on, you know, where we want to go. So that's really important. So because we, you know, especially I, when I've um, worked with people who like own their own businesses and own pretty big businesses with a large, uh, a large group of employees to manage, they actually... Uh, are always, they're kind of trained to focus on the solving the problem constantly. But if we do that with our bodies, then we run into an issue of always having to solve a problem and it never becomes a joyful process. We never find the joy in our movement. We never find the joy in our fitness routine. We don't find the joy in eating. It's all a problem to be solved. And that's really not fun, right? So this is the big picture that I want you to see. And maybe you can reflect on this and see how this is affecting you in your own life. Because I know for me, it has made a huge difference. Huge, 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 huge. For my business, but not only for my business, for my body. Like I, for a long, long time, was really relating to pain and getting rid of pain, right? But... um if you can step into more of a pleasure, maybe growth through pleasure instead of pain, um, then we can start to find the joy in, in what really works for us. And, and then you can really, uh, you know, bring in the happiness in your life, if, whatever that means to you. You know, for me, that's what it means. Um, I'm able to really uh, feel good in my body, be able to have you know, attention and presence with the people that I love and do what I love to do and focus on the things I want to focus on, learn the things I want to learn, really hold space for that. So to me, that's important. The other thing that this can do if we're not acknowledging what is working and we're focusing only on the things that aren't working or need to be fixed is, and again, this is a a thing that I see every year, this time of year is Um, starting the program off so quickly without really creating space for that, for the awareness and the embodiment of the changes that you're going to be experiencing or maybe burning yourself out. Um, It also leaves you running circles in your head. So you kind of stay in your head. It never really comes down to the body and the heart and feeling into it. Um, And again, that comes with feeling what is working, right? Uh, when we're in our head too much, uh, which is part of our body, uh, but when we're there, when we're thinking, thinking, thinking about things, intellect, over-intellectualizing things, then we can never really connect with really what is 
going to work for you. So that's another point to think about. Um, it's that heart connection, right? We do want to connect it with our heart. We want to connect with our purpose and the joy around it and, and have fun doing it. So if you're doing all those things, great job. You're on the right path. If you're having fun, if you're, if you have a purpose behind it, if you are around people that you want to connect with, if you are connecting better with yourself, if you're learning more things about yourself, those are all really great things, uh, to experience. I think to be successful in your fitness, like all year round, not just for one month. Um, so again, acknowledging progress is your tool for building your trust and discovering what works. And, um, so create the space for that this year. Now, you know, there is going to be some level of uncertainty in the unknown. And so again, that's why it's nice to have a coach or someone you can trust to help you guide you through the process. Someone who's been there before, someone who knows kind of what to expect and how to guide you through the process. So for example, if you, um, if something goes on in your body, you get some pain, some weird pain or something happens, you have someone there to guide you through the process to help you recover from that, help you, um, you know, give you information on what maybe what's going on in your body or send you to the right person who can help you with that and refer you out. So those are also things to think about because I see that come up for people a lot too. They get really sore or they have pain and they kind of freak out and then they just stop what they're doing completely. And so again, having the right person to guide you through that process is, is really key. So trust, trust is really important. Trust in yourself, building that trust in yourself, but also um, building trust in someone to help you through the process, which is really great also to have someone who believes in your potential so that you can eventually, that can be you eventually who believes in your own, until you can believe in your own potential, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So you're having someone believe in you until you can believe in yourself. And so with anything that's important, but especially when we're talking about getting stronger and feeling good and getting healthy, it's sometimes it's not really always pleasant. We go through some uncomfortable times for sure, especially in the beginning, if, uh, especially if someone's been sitting for a while. That's why, again, the right trainer is going to know how to bring someone through that without creating too much, too much disruption in the beginning so that that person will continue to want to come back and, and continue the process and keep learning and keep getting stronger. If you go too hard, too fast, again, that's another way to basically fail at your New Year's resolution, right? So again, don't be so hard on yourself if you don't know how to do it, if you don't know where to start. It's okay, you know, many of us have not been taught how to manage our bodies very well. Maybe our parents didn't know how to do it. They didn't really teach us. Maybe we uh, grew up in athletics and then kind of left it behind and then really didn't know what to do after that. And so there's many situations um, where we just maybe are not knowing how to manage our own bodies. But again, um, you know, setting goals, creating, uh, being aware of your values, what you are personally, what you personally value aside from your family, uh, friends and, and community. 
as well as then learning the skills. You learn your new skills. You start to build awareness. You implement those skills. And then you begin in integrating it into your life. So this is the process I take my clients through. And as you integrate, it becomes easy. It becomes light. It becomes fun. And it just becomes a part of your routine. And that's when you know you have made it. So I want to wish everybody uh, really, really good luck in this process. And if you need my help, you uh, you are always welcome to set up a free coaching call with me. Um, and I invite everybody to, you know, uh, come out to Oregon and visit me. Um, I'm having a retreat, um, which is going to be for nine women. It's a ground plus connect women's wellness retreat here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, and it's going to be this spring. So uh, if this really speaks to you, I would love for you to come out. We're going to do a beautiful coastal hike. We're going to have um, coaching wellness group coaching sessions here, as well as some movement sessions about freeing your feet and opening your hips and uh, lots of good organic food. I have a chef there. We're going to be staying in the house. And it's on a tea farm, beautiful tea farm right next to a river. And it has a dry sauna, which um, is going to be really amazing for recovering and relaxing. And so uh, I invite you all to come out and spend that weekend with me uh, in April. Um, but I hope this... I really hope this um, episode helped you in your process. Um, and if you have any questions, feel free to uh, comment below on the underneath this podcast, or um, you can email me directly. Especially if this helped you, I would love it if you would share with me um, the feedback in uh, the rating and review page on iTunes. You know, I would see the feedback coming from you, but everybody else would too, which would be spectacular. So um, that's actually one of the best things you can do. So um, I would appreciate it so much. Uh, I'd love to see what you thought about today's episode and uh, and all the shows, as a matter of fact. So thanks for listening. I have another, some really great guests coming up. I cannot wait to share them with you. And um, as we approach 2020, I'm going to be continuing to give you guys some really good tips on how to stick with your New Year's resolution. But really, it's not even about New Year's resolution. It's really just about your goals, you know. It's about playing the long game. It's about what you're doing all year round and what you're doing most consistently. What are you doing the most of in your life? What are you focusing on most? Um, that is really important to pay attention to. And some of you might be surprised what you find out from that. Um, I find whatever I'm focusing on most is what is getting created in my life. So if I want, uh, if there's things that I want, I better start focusing on them, right? So that is uh, part of the point of today's episode is um, Try to direct your attention towards things that you want most uh, and also figuring out what you want is important too. And hopefully as you go through this process, your goals will get bigger and bigger as you accomplish the, the goals you had before. You're just going to expand out into something bigger and bigger and it's, it's just going to 
help you become the person that you want to become. And that'll get more clear for you too. So um, thank you all for listening. And I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Take care.